Welcome to Books, Kids, and Creations, a part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I am your host, Tracy Bloom, and I feature people who inspire and uplift future generations with their work. And today, I am thrilled to have Stephen White from COSI here with us. Stephen is the um, Chief Strategy Officer for COSI, which is the Center of Science and Industry Fantastic Museum here in Columbus, Ohio. Welcome. Thanks so much, Tracy. I'm super excited to be here today. This is an awesome opportunity to not just talk about inspiration, uh, but talk about how partnerships can help drive inspiration as well. And super excited to talk about not only some of the work we do at COSI, but also the great work that you do and how we've been able to partner together as well. We just got uh, finished here partnering around the Ohio State Fair uh, which was an amazing experience, inspiring over 100,000 people. Uh, so super excited to talk, talk about that and more. Um, and thank you for having me here today. Yes. Um, so I personally, I grew up in Ohio. I've gone to COSI since I was a little kid. And I think, no offense to it when I was a little kid, but I feel like today it is the most incredible museum I've seen to date. It just won, um, it's won countless awards. So the number one science center in the nation, according to USA Today, 2023 National Medal for um, Library Service. So what are, what are some of your favorite parts about working for COSI? Well, uh, it's hard to say, you know, just one or two. Let me, let me, let me do my best. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's an honor. It's an honor to be able to serve here at COSI with the COSI team. You know, we've got a philosophy here called One Team, where we all sort of work together to do the vision and mission of the organization. And that's really, there's around three magical words, to engage, inspire, and transform lives and communities by being the best partner around science, technology, industry, learning, and so COSI has been around for you know, almost 60 years now as a nonprofit. And although we're headquartered in Columbus, Ohio, and we impact people all over the great state of Ohio and all of Ohio's 88 counties, we also impact beyond Ohio, not only across the United States, but globally. And that's around this lens on the concept that science is everywhere and for everyone. So regardless of who you are, uh, you too can get engaged in science. And that's what I really love about the work that we do. It's not just the amazing exhibits that's physically in our building. And our building is pretty awesome. Uh, it's about three football fields long from south to north end with great exhibits like dinosaurs. We just got Barbie. Uh, really exciting opportunities. But it's also the work that we do outside of the community, outside of the, the four walls of the building, if you will, in the community. Um, like, for example, our, our learning lunchbox program, yeah. uh, science kits that we distribute uh, to underserved uh, kids at food banks and, and other nonprofits, or our color of science program, where we highlight women and girls and, and individuals of color and the power of STEAM. Uh, and then, or, or for example, uh, the program that we, where we bring science directly to parks and community centers, churches through our, what we call our science festival. This idea that you, you meet people where they are, where they live, learn and lounge. So I can go all day 
um, around these cool initiatives that we've got. I'm happy to talk more about it, but it's this idea of delivering science in a way that's easily relatable, fun, and engaging. We cosify it, make it fun. Uh, and that's what I love truly about, about the COSI way. Yeah. And I know that every time I look online, it seems like you're at a different thing, sharing more things about science and your outreach in the community is huge. And even in other countries, um, what is, what is like a day in the life for you? Um, I'm sure it changes every day, but what's like a typical day for you? Well, every day is fun and engaging, um, and it's uh, it is different every day. Um, I will I will share that. Um, you know, there are some similarities, however. Um, you know, one of the things that I cherish about the opportunity to be able to partner with the COSI team and also to partner with uh, our external collaborators and partners and organizations is that we're all in this together. And so one of the things that you see on a daily basis is, I mentioned it earlier, kind of this one team model where the COSI team is working in sync with each other through what we call the ecosystem. Uh, that's our digital programs, like our award-winning uh, series, Dr. BN3, uh, which is an animated series that you know, breaks on complicated subjects in science. Uh, but we deliver that in a way that then is then amplified through our physical building as well all with the intention of let's inspire people, let's inspire kids, let's inspire families. And so day in and day out, it's working together with the COSI team to help execute those experiences. But then there's also a partnership element. And this happens every day where we partner with a great organization, like for example, NASA or the US State Department or Patel or Honda, the list goes on and on where we collaborate with them to say, hey, let's cosify work around STEM that relates to you, STEM pathways, workforce development in a way that is highly engaging. And so there's a partnership element each and every day. So you've got the one team model, you've got the partnership element, um, and those two things are then are not quite amplified unless you have that last component that happens just about every day in some shape or form, which is the inspiration element, where, you know, one of the coolest parts about my job and about the ability, the, the, the ability to serve, it's inspiring those families, those youth each and every single day. And so that manifests itself in a lot of different ways. So I could be showing up one day, for example, and then you see that wow moment inside the building of someone just learning about science, about a particular subject matter, or we could be out in the community where we shoot off a rocket and you get that same wow moment, um, or you see it manifested in the digital work that we do, uh, connecting with folks through the, through the digital lens. But I, it's safe to say that just about every day, through some shape or form, you've got that, that inspirational moment that happens so you've got the co-site team working together, you've got that partnership element, and then you've got those wow moments. Yeah. Uh, and that makes up my day, which keeps me going and gets me excited. I, you know, look, every day, if I can help people do more, dream more, and be more, it's it's a win. And every time I've gone to co which is a lot, um, I always 
feel like I find something new. I learn something new. And I mean, I'm an, an adult, you know, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Or I find another part of the building that I didn't know was there. <laughs> like there's uh -huh. a walkthrough where you can walk through the different years and see technology all through history. And I went, oh, I didn't know this was here. Um, and then I saw that you guys do the best job with exhibits. So upcoming, I saw that, first of all, the Barbie exhibit just opened and goes through January. And then next year, you guys have the Titanic exhibit um, and some other really cool ones. How, talk about how you um, maybe find the inspiration for these exhibits and, and what it takes to pull them together. Well, it's a great question, Tracy, and it, it truly is a team effort. And, you know, we want to think about, you know, what are those experiences that we're going to create in this building and through these exhibits that's really going to inspire that next generation? Uh, and it's not just about inspiration. It's about being truly engaging at the same time. So you want to make sure it's fun. You want to make sure it's, it's, it's highly engaging. And then we believe that that can lead to a transformational impact. So that one moment that creates that spark can result in a change or an excitement that happens at a later time in life or right there immediately where that person says, wow, I want to do that. I, I can be that engineer, right? I can be whatever I want to be when I grow up, which is why the, bar, the exhibits like Barbie are so phenomenal because you get a chance to see those particular pathways that ordinarily you might not be able to see each and every day. So we wanna create an environment that's fun and engaging, but also is welcoming, welcoming to all. So that way, regardless of who you are, your background might be, or what your social economic position might be, you come in, we're gonna open those doors and welcome you to our to, to this building that is your COSI, and we're gonna to look to inspire you around STEM education. Yeah. And there's COSI After Dark also, which I've gone to many times because, you know, when you think of, you know, science museums, at first thought, you might think, oh, it's for kids. It's all geared for kids. No, it's for adults. I mean, I have a blast every single time I go there. And, um, and of course, I have to mention the partnerships that you guys have. So you mentioned NASA, but also the White House. I mean, you guys are doing big things to get kids excited about STEM, about you know, changing their lives and getting excited about science. But with the learning lunchboxes, how did that idea come about? Because that was kind of a, a newer initiative that you came up with, right? Yeah. So uh, this is a, a great example of, you mentioned, you let off with kind of the Coast After Dark, um, which is at, at Coastside, we got a philosophy look, you know, we serve everybody from the womb to the tomb, uh, regardless <laughs> of what your age is. Uh, you too can be science. A lot of people think, oh my gosh, you know, science museum, you know, those are for, you know, younger folks and, and, and kiddos and whatnot. Yes, absolutely. But science is for everybody. It's, it could be regardless of what age you are, you're still going to have fun and, and, and generate that, 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 that fun and excitement and inspiration. Uh, so that's number one. And then you take that same philosophy, which is uh, this idea that you can that that you can inspire individuals, uh, regardless of where they are, or where they're from, or their environment. You know, Dr. King once told us that anybody can be great because anybody can serve. And so, as you think about service to the community, you think about the different modalities of how you can do that. One of the ways we do that is we believe that it's important to 
connect with individuals where they are in their environment. And that's how the learning lunchbox concept was first developed. It was born as a result of the pandemic. We're in an environment where, you know, uh, our physical doors were closed. We wanted to engagement going. And so we said, how do we do that in a way that impacts those that are disproportionately impacted from the, 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 the pandemic? I mean, we've seen the data, right? We've seen particularly around literature, literacy, yeah. and around math standards and the gap that has been formed and exacerbated. We refer to that as the COVID canyon. Yeah because of COVID and how do you close that gap? Well, you close that gap by making it fun, making it exciting and fueling that engagement. That's how you can accelerate learning. So, so these learning lunch boxes, these are kits, these are science kits that we started giving out at food banks, which is reason why they're called learning lunch boxes. And there's no food in the box, but there is fun science content around 10 activities, around 10 hours of content, five activities around different themes and we deliver them alongside meals. So feed hungry lives, feed hungry minds at the same time, where again, you deliver that to those audiences that are most at risk of getting left behind. We're gonna inspire them. They're the diamonds in the rough and they have the opportunity to succeed just like anyone else. And then we also do that along other critical human service elements. So if you're at a food, uh, not just a, a food shelter, but a homeless shelter, not just a food bank, but a homeless shelter, or moms overcoming addiction, or it could be uh, another nonprofit that's serving in the community. That's where we deliver these critical elements. And then, oh, by the way, we also include leaders from the community. So whether it be the mayor or the county commissioners uh, or other museum partners, so that way it becomes a community model to help fuel learning. That's what the Learning Lunchbox was all about, to help drive that that, that educational opportunity to, to those that are most underserved, lifting them up, inspiring them to, to do more and dream more. And we've been able to distribute almost 300,000 of those across Ohio, 20 states and around the globe uh, since we started this program about three years ago. That's so incredible. And one of my favorite things is that you kind of switch up the themes every, you know, with every go round. And so it's not just the same lunchbox going out. You have different partners and you had your NASA themed one. Um, how, I guess, with your background, talk about your involvement with space and your excitement, because I know that you sit on the board for the International Space Station. How, oh, yes. how did so that come about? I, I want to know all about how um how this evolution of your background um shines through stars absolutely <laughs> well i got to tell you you know and that's why i appreciate so much what you do um my, my passion for space started at a very young age um when i was a little guy and it happened at the library um you know i'm a first generation college student in a low income community down in the cincinnati area we didn't have much growing up. Okay. Uh, we just, we just didn't, you know, my, my mom and dad, I, I was blessed to have a mom and a dad who, who worked really hard uh, working in the third shift. My dad worked the third shift. Uh, mom worked at a nurse. So we didn't have a whole lot, but what we did have was a cool library in our community. And so my parents were like, you know what, go to the library and, and, and read some books um, along the way. And so my favorite book growing up was Miss Frizzle 
who taught us all about going into outer space through the magic school bus. Yeah. And it was my favorite book. And so I fell in love with space through the prism of that. I would read that book over and over and over again. And that transformed me. And that's what laid the seeds for my passion around science, particularly through the lens of space. And so now here at COSI, um, I have an opportunity to help inspire that next generation. So I spent, before I came to COSI, roughly about almost 10 years working in policy work in the United States Senate, doing work around how do we help elevate individuals in our community through the lens of policy work. And so now here at COSI, I get a chance to be more of the boots in the ground, being able to help uh, with the COSI team execute some of these programs, like some of the programs I just talked about, but then also getting an opportunity to do more beyond COSI through the International Space Station. So I serve, as you mentioned, as the chair for the, the ISS, what's called the National Lab, the International Space Station National Lab. So many may not be aware of this, but there is a national lab floating right above us in space right now that is the International Space Station, and you can do research there. Uh, and there are astronauts right now uh, floating right above us doing incredible work. And so our goal with the ISS National Lab is to help leverage that resource as an incredible tool to help inspire people around space. And you look at what space can be and what it can be for the future. NASA right now has a goal to deliver the first woman and the first person of color boots on the ground, walking on the moon within the next couple of years. From there on the moon, we build a moon base and then we go to Mars and beyond. You've got organizations like SpaceX creating re reusable rockets and, and so Blue Origin and others. Uh, this is an incredible time right now for us around space and, and leveraging space. And oh, by the way, in the next couple of months from now, we've got this thing called the Great American Eclipse that's happening right now. So I'm I'm getting ready. We we got our we've got our eclipse glasses here. I'm going to be rocking these. <laughs> um, and then all you have to the cool thing about space is all you have to do. I don't care where you live in this in this country around the world. All you have to do is Go out at night and look up, look at the moon, look up, and that can be your inspiration. And that's why I, that's why I love space so much, is because it's easy, it's relatable to anybody anywhere, yeah. and it it connects us um, around a particular subject in STEM uh, that can lead to other pathways of opportunity. Incredible. I just, I'm always just blown away every time I talk to you or interact with you or see the great things you're doing. Um, I always ask everyone who comes on the show, what advice do you have for future generations? And it could be in general or future generations that might want to step into the line of work that you're in. So I would, I would, I would suggest a couple of things. One is be curious. Okay. Always be curious and always ask the question why. I think curiosity is what drives us what drives us around innovation, not only asking the question why, why does this thing happen or why is it this way? Can it be different? Challenging the status quo. We have a philosophy around what we call ignoring the box. So a lot of times the box is in front of us in, in all different kinds of facets of our life. Imagine if we ignored the box and thought differently. You know, that helps drive innovation, that helps drive big ideas. And I encourage everyone to be curious and 
and ask that question about why. I also challenge everyone, and I do this myself each and every day, to not only ask the question why around things, but to help you find your own why. And what I mean by that is when you can find something that you're truly passionate about, why you're in it to make a difference, why you want to change the world, those are the things that you're going to help you excel and help you be successful. Now, I would encourage everyone to think of that through the lens of STEM or even STEAM, for that matter, incorporating the arts and help find what you're passionate about. Find your own why that can help drive you to do big things in this world. And then the final thing I would say, and I I share this a lot. I, I, I taught a course over at Ohio State around nonprofit law and leadership, which is around this idea that anybody can be a leader in their own way. Leadership is not one particular characteristic, but it can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And so I encourage everyone, regardless of who they are or where they are from, to think of themselves as, as a leader in what they can and what they what their potential can be. So there are no limiting factors. You might be in an environment where there are lots of challenges around you, but don't let that hold you back. You too can be successful. And you know, I think if you do that, and especially if you find your why, your journey is gonna be filled with a lot of twists and turns. But I think by the end of it, by the end of that journey, wherever it takes you, you'll be able to take a look back and say, wow, I'm glad I was able to make a difference. And so that, that would be my recommendation, Tracy. And again, you know, for anyone out there that's excited about COSI or excited about what they're what they heard today, we'd love to partner with you. Uh, don't ever go alone. Don't ever go about going alone. You know, look for partnerships, look for mentors. If you're interested in partnering with COSI, check out COSI.org, C-O-S-I.org, and check us out. We're always excited to, to partner and, and help a fellow. Uh, individual inspire that next generation. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for being here today. And as always, I'm a huge COSI fan, big science fan, lover of space, and very excited for everything that you are doing for the world, for the community. And thank you so much for being here. Tracy, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate your leadership. Uh, and keep on, keep on doing what you're doing. And I love the books in the background, by the way. Um, you have an awesome background there. <laughs> keep, keep those books coming and, and I'll see you at the state fair, hopefully next year. We're going to go back and let's do it again. Uh, inspire a hundred thousand people that was so over the of 12 days. That was an awesome experience. I know we didn't get a lot of chance to talk about it today, but, uh, you know, being at the fair and maybe next time we'll try one of those, uh, deep fried Oreos, uh, or, or maybe a deep fried Buckeye.